Welcome to another fabulous edition of the Diamonds in the Rough podcast. I'm your host, Linda. I'm so glad you took the time out of your busy schedule on a Monday to join me here today. Today, we will be talking about how to refine your character. Join in, grab a cup of tea, your favorite journal, and let's dive right into it. Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Diamonds in the Rough podcast. This is episode 8 of our 10-week series on diamond living, 10 weeks to a spiritually upgraded lifestyle. I have thoroughly enjoyed each and every one of these episodes. It's been my joy, my pleasure, and honor to bring them to you as not only my attempt to help you, but guess what? I am helping myself. These thoughts and notes that hopefully you're taking down that I've already prepared for. And actually, this particular episode, I'm not, I don't, I'm speaking without any notes, but Um, Even the ones that I have prepared for, I'm hoping that um, you have been able to glean from it and to gain something, something that will enhance your life and make it improve. I'm hoping that um, I myself will continue to um, walk upon this path that is so amazing What God gives us every day, another chance to just get ourselves right, get ourselves together. No one's perfect, but our our aim, our our goal every day should be to get better and better. So that is the aim, ultimately, of the Diamonds and the Rough podcast. And today we want to talk about character. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary. You know I'm a teacher, English teacher, by the way, so I'm always bringing the definition to you right at the jump start. So the English, I'm sorry, the definition of character, according to Merriam-Webster, is one of the attributes or features that make up and distinguish an individual. And I'm going to say that again. One of the attributes or features that make up and distinguish an individual. In other words, things that make up your personality. Who are you really? And how can we refine who we really are? I like to always um, refer back to um, the Word of God. This is a spiritual podcast um, rooted and grounded in the Word of God. And I'm hoping that um, even if you are not a person of faith, that you can still get something from this. But anyway, I like to have scripture as one of my Uh, references. And so today, since we're talking about refining our character, I thought it would be fitting to have a scripture uh, to back that up. And so I'm coming from Galatians 5, 22 and 23, and it's talking about the fruit of the spirit. So the fruit or the evidence, the outcome, the result, the product of the spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's a whole list right there. I mean, what a list. If we had to aspire to have these things in our lives that, you know, 
these this is really a, a, tr a true and good and a wholesome list to come from we're going to take a look at each one of these and see how we can refine our character how we can become better um just overall citizens overall people of god overall uh citizens of humanity um i think this world needs a a place where we can just stop and reflect upon in spite of everything that's gone on this year that we can you know brush up on who we are who are we really so we're going to take a look into the fruit of the spirit again love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control let's get into it So our first attribute that we want to look at is love. And I immediately thought of the Kirk Franklin song that came out years and years ago. And it went a little bit like this. And I'm no singer, but the song was love, a word that comes and goes. But do people really know what it means to really love somebody? People use the word so loosely and, you know, it's it's a really big word, only four letters, but it is a huge word to fulfill. And when we say it, we should mean it. Love is caring. Love is looking out for the other person. Love is uh, putting someone before you sometimes. Um, of course, this uh, podcast deeply and highly encourages self-love self and self-care, but love is deep care, not only for yourself, but for others. And what an example that we have through Jesus Christ. Um, he laid down his life. That is the ultimate act of love. So every day we should look after whoever we may meet and walk in love, walk in caring and having a commitment to treating others how we would want to be treated. Again, having a genuine caring attitude about someone, um, making sure that people are okay as much as we can. We don't want to take on too many of anyone else's problems, but we want to be able to Lend a helping hand, open the door for someone, um, hold the door for someone, um, give someone a smile. All of that is showing love and you can show it to strangers. Um, you can show it to people in your family. Um, a lot of people have estranged relationships, whether it would be from husband with husband and wife or with siblings or um, parents. But at the end of the day. We need to make sure that we are strengthening our love walk by caring for each other the way that God has shown us. God is forgiving. He is um, always giving us another chance. And so just as in another podcast, we talked about showing grace to ourselves. We need to make sure that we are also exhibiting some grace to our fellow man, making sure that we are thinking about hey but by the grace of God that could be me that could be that could be you so we need to walk in love we need to walk in that genuine care for our brothers and sisters 
to make sure that we are refining our character because we are made in the image of God. So we need to walk the way that he walks. We need to act in the way that he acts. And so love is the root and foundation of it all. We are admonished to walk in love, even when people don't treat us right. Um, we have to continue to walk in love. Is it is it easy? No, it's definitely hard sometimes to walk in love. But staying on the side of right, or attempting to stay on the side of right, you never can go wrong. I love this quote by Reese Witherspoon. It states, "You always gain by giving love." You always gain by giving love. So you are the one who is ultimately ultimately the recipient because you have <laughs> increased some blessings on your life, first of all. You've also had a chance to give someone else what they may not have had before. Next up, we have joy. It's our second fruit of the spirit and the second way in which we can refine our character. We can be joyful. How is joy defined according to dictionary.com? It's the emotion of great delight or happiness caused by something exceptionally good or satisfying, keen pleasure, elation. Um, Growing up, I always would hear that joy and happiness weren't the same that happiness was basically uh having to do with your circumstances but joy was that thing that wasn't predicated upon a circumstance you just had it does it mean that you're always walking around giggling and smiling no because hey we're real people we have problems every day but joy is something that um you take delight in or that you have um that is great delight because of ultimately you realize who you are in God what a blessing what an honor it is to wake up every morning knowing that you are a child of God you are created to do phenomenal things so when you have that self-knowledge and self-awareness within you it's easy to be joyful because you wake up with purpose you wake up with a sense of how am I going to go about this day fulfilling my purpose how am I going to go about this day making God happy and when you have found that then you truly have something that the world can't take away from you you truly have something that the world didn't give Let's continue to live a life that is joyful. Yes, we're going to encounter things that tear away at our spirits. But at the end of the day, I have God on my side and he gives me happiness. He makes me happy. He gives me great pleasure. I get excited when I think about who I am in God and where he's taking me.
Next, we have peace. I came across a meme a couple years ago and I decided to save it on my Facebook page. And I've used it for my cover art a couple of times, but it said peace is the new success. And it truly is. A lot of people search for things of the world to make them happy, things of the world to give them peace. But just as it's always been stated, you know, the more money sometimes, the more problems. Of course, you know, some people think that it's the opposite, but give me peace before anything else because if you have all the riches if you have all the money in the world but you don't have that peace you can't even enjoy your money Uh, peace is defined as freedom from disturbance tranquility a state of or period in which there is no war or a war has ended and that comes from dictionary.com no war now we don't you know, we could look at it in the literal sense as an actual war between countries. But how many people have wars within themselves? How many people have wars with other people? Arguments, strife, um, jealousy, um, contentious spirits. So peace is the absence of all of that nonsense. Truly, give me peace. I don't need the best of everything I want what God has for me but if I have to go through all of that to give some off some sort of image I don't want it give me tranquility so that I can live my life in a way that is calm um unfortunately we know people that thrive off chaos they thrive off drama if it's not something going on, if if they don't have the, the latest cup of tea, the latest gossip, or if it's not an argument going on, if it's not screenshots being talked about or looked at, their day is not on and popping. But I don't want that. And in order to refine our character, we truly need to desire more peace Um, to want more peace and to live in peace so that we can have a clear directive of what God is saying to us. If there's too much noise going on, then we truly cannot get into uh, our agenda. Um, How can you be focused on um, your life's purpose and passion if it's always something going on, if someone's always mad at someone else, if it's always an argument. Um, so let's just try to live lives of peace where, you know, hey, if someone wants to treat you bad, if someone wants to talk about you, let them do it. You do what you're supposed to do. You do the right thing. I have learned within my 45 years, 46, Lord willing, if God lets me live to December, Um, that I don't have to fight these battles of arguments. I don't have to have the last word. Uh, I let people think, I've come to the point where I let people think how they want to think. If they want to think bad, fine. If they want to think good, fine. If you live a life of trying to people please, you'll never have peace. Um, It's only when you can get to the point where 
when you know that you're on the side of right, when you know that you have been doing um, what you should be doing, when you have been walking out the God kind of life, and despite what people say and do, despite manipulation and backbiting, if you know that, that you're doing what you're supposed to do, then you're good. Um, aspire to be a more peaceful person because that's the life of a blessed life. That's the path to living out what God wants for us. So our aim should be for peace and our character because ultimately that's the path to the God life. next attribute and way that we can refine our character is through having good old-fashioned patience. Patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate, delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. While it is truly a learned attribute for so many of us, I know for me, it is I admire mothers especially for learning patience with their children and also as an educator I have learned to have patience with my students every day because I realize that not everyone is at the same level not everyone is at the same point um, of learning and so I have learned more patience. Uh, this is my 16th year. And so I realized that, um, you know, patience is good. Patience is needed in any walk or facet of life. And a lot of people have heard um, this uh, statement. Um, it, it says that patience is a virtue and it means that it's a good quality to be able to tolerate something that takes a long time. Patience is something that is admirable. Um, a lot of people may look at other people who have patience and wonder how they got there. Uh, and they admire them so much. And sometimes it comes with wisdom. It comes with age. It comes by trial and error. And I think, um, you know, when we... Um, Remember that not everything comes uh, so quickly and fast and um, Rome wasn't built in a day, um, just like with our um, with our habits, our healthy habits that we're trying to adopt. I know I'm still trying to adopt since the beginning of the year uh, with exercising and trying to lose weight and trying to stay healthy. I have to be patient with myself. Uh, because I know I didn't gain all this weight in one day. And so I know that it won't be lost in a day either. But how are we exhibiting patience with others? Um, do we give them one second before we get angry? Or are we giving them enough time to really try to help us? Um, we need to make sure that we are showing Patience with others who may not be at the same levels that we are. Um, so patience is needed. Patience is really a virtue. It is something, like I said before, that is admirable because 
um, you know, the longer you wait, the luckier you'll get. Um, because ultimately, you're going to get what you want. Um, if you want something bad enough, you will wait for it. And patience is uh, not just waiting, but it's waiting with a good attitude. So how many times have we been at a point where we're waiting on something and we're complaining and we're bitter and we're angry about not getting it when we wanted it or how we wanted it? Well, patience is going to help us with that because patience teaches us or shows us that even though we may have to wait on our desired outcome, that we're going to have a good attitude about it. I know that if I have to wait on something and if I have a bad attitude, it actually makes the process longer and harder. But as soon as I change my focus, as soon as I change my attention and my viewpoint on that particular thing that I'm aspiring to get, then the wait isn't so bad. So let's try to refine our character by having more patience with ourselves and with others. Our next attribute and way of refining our character is through good old-fashioned kindness. We have enough rude, crude, mean-spirited people in this world. I mean, come on now. It's time to show some kindness. What is kindness? Kindness is the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. And that comes from dictionary.com. What's wrong with it? Um, You know, growing up in a predominantly African-American city, I can say that a lot of us thrive off of being mean. And I'm not sure where that came from. I'm not sure if that's just a way for us to have a defense mechanism because of something that, you know, we have within our own lives. Um, I know there's a saying that says that the meanest people are the ones who don't like themselves. So I really do think that kindness can only come from you if you're kind to yourself. If you're loving of yourself, then you can be kind to someone else. Um, Smile. Help somebody. Be friendly. It's nothing wrong with that. Um, You're not Miss Goody Two-Shoes if you're kind. And a lot of us are afraid to be kind. I'm not sure. But hey, it is how we should be. Uh, We should be loving and thoughtful of others. We need to make sure that we are um, showing others the way of God. And so some other words for kindness are charity and generosity, compassion, um, benevolence, humanity. All those words have something to do with kindness. Um, Psychology Today has an article from December 2017 about the importance of kindness. They say that kindness is defined as the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. Affection, gentleness, warmth, concern, and care, all words that are associated with kindness. 
While kindness has a connotation of meaning someone is naive or weak, that is not the case. Being kind often requires courage and strength. Kindness is an interpersonal skill. And I want to go back to that sentence that says, while kindness is a connotation or has a connotation of meaning someone is naive or weak, that is not the case. And I think that really um, is so prevalent within our community, like I said before. It's like some people are afraid to be kind because they are afraid that that uh, may show that they're weak or that they are naive, that they're young-minded and um, not really street smart. But it's okay to be kind in order to live a spiritually upgraded life. We have to show that we do care for others through our kindness. Next, our next attribute is all about goodness, the quality of being morally good or virtuous. Morally good. How are your morals? How are your values? What is your value system? That is where your goodness is going to come from. Are you a good person? Are you truly good? Do you strive to be better? Um, A lot of these attributes do tie in with each other, but I truly believe that goodness is one that um, that we can look at and, and give a better definition of. So um, goodness uh, means an uprightness of heart and life. And we cannot judge ourselves on our own goodness. We, we have to have some guidelines. We can't just say, oh, I'm good according to my own standards. But there is a right and a wrong. A lot of people say, don't judge me. Don't judge anybody else. But there is a standard. And so we are trying to be good. Again, we're not going by the rules that we've set. We're going by, I'm at least going by, faithful people should walk according to the word of God. And so goodness is one of those um, fruit of the spirit in which we should, fruit of the spirit in which we should continuously strive to attain. Um, In an article um, from... um, Grand Canyon University, um, their weekly devotional um, back from 2015, um, the author, Lauren Abraham, talks about being good. And she says, when we strive to be good only for our own benefit, it is not truly goodness that we possess. In Greek, the word goodness means an uprightness of heart and life when we act out of true goodness of the heart we are obedient to god's commandments and seek the benefit of others our actions come from a place of selflessness and we place the needs of others before our own yes this podcast stresses self-love and self-care and a lot of the posts that i put on instagram i do say you know what You have to love on yourself first before you love on someone else. How can you pour from an empty cup? And I really do think that is um, 
so worthwhile in, in, in saying and posting. I almost post it about twice a week. Because how can you pour from an empty cup? How can you give what you don't have yourself? So be good to yourself so that you can be good to others. Um, your goodness is not less than if you are giving all of yourself away and then having nothing for yourself. Um, make sure that you're good to yourself. Make sure that you are good to others. Making sure that you're showing that God type of goodness. Um, and so the life of Jesus Christ is a perfect example of goodness. He died on the cross for the sins of humanity to give us the gift of eternal life. And his ministry and sacrifice is an example of God's goodness toward mankind. After all, the gospel, the word gospel means Goodness, And that comes from, again, the Grand Canyon University Weekly Devotion from December the 25th, 2015. We want to make sure that we are living a life of goodness. Next, we have faithfulness, another fruit of the Spirit. And another way in which we can strengthen and refine our character. Well, what does it mean to be faithful? According to dictionary.com, it means to be true to one's word, to be true to one's promises, vows, etc. Steady in allegiance or affection. It means to be loyal, to be constant, to be reliable, to be trusted and believed. Um, to be accurate. So we want to make sure that we are doing all we can and not giving up, in other words. That we are living to see the outcome of whatever we're striving to have. And in order to do that, we must remain steadfast. That's what... Um, faithfulness is about just think about a person <clears throat> who works out a few years, years ago um, I started um, working out with a friend at Gold's Gym and both of us were overweight and I went for about two months and I slacked off and really never have been consistent since then but she continued to be faithful in going to the gym and hey within the next two years she had basically dropped 100 pounds and she almost was unrecognizable and it was just amazing to see the transformation and um you know we actually were co-workers and so when I saw her one day I asked her what she was doing and she said girl I just kept on going to the gym. When you stopped, I kept on going. And I was blown away. I just couldn't believe at the amount of transformation that had happened to her body because she was faithful in her workouts. And how many of us can really say that we're faithful at a thing? How many of us actually give up when we don't see the first sign of improvement? Uh, we want everything quick fast and in a hurry 
we want things right away, but are we truly dedicated to a cause, to seeing it through, to making sure that we've done all our best in all our ways in order to bring that thing to fruition? How faithful are we to our families? How faithful are we to our communities? Um, There's a lot of disgruntled citizens and we have a right to be within the United States. But how faithful are we in working to improve the plight of everyone, not just African-Americans, but everyone within our communities? Um, You know, you really can't argue if you have not helped out. So we want to make sure that we are being faithful to whatever cause that we are a part of, that we're doing all that we can, that we are diligent, that we are promising to do our best and to give our all every day. That's a faithful person. Next is gentleness, another way in which we can refine our character. Gentleness is defined as the quality of being kind, tender, or mild-mannered. How many tender people do we know? How many gentle people do we know? Uh, Synonym for gentleness is also um, clemency, leniency, mercy. Um, How can we be gentle instead of harsh? Um, how can we be soft and kind? How can we be, um, compressible? And how can we show that we care? How can we be delicate towards one another? That's what gentleness is all about. We want to make sure that, um, although we may be frustrated, although we may not be having a great day, that we're not taking it out on others, that we are being as gentle to them as we would want someone to be with us. Because we know many times how it feels to be the brunt of an ungentle person. Um, Here's a quote about gentleness. Sometimes it's not the strength, but gentleness that cracks the hardest shells. And that comes from Richard Paul Evans. A lot of people think that they need to be hard, that they need to be mean face, brick face. I remember going to Virginia State University and I had some friends who were from Newark, New Jersey, and they talked about every day having to walk to school and having a brick face and showing that they were hard so that no one would mess with them, so they wouldn't get beat up, so they wouldn't be uh, involved in a fight. And especially when they came to Virginia um, to go to school, they had that same hardness and they realized that, you know, it's a different type of lifestyle, especially here, um, living in the, the, the mid-Atlantic basically the south southern states and no judgment to the people who may live in northern states but i'm just using this as an example um you know they thought that they had to be hard every day they thought that they had to have a mean face but it's not the strength it's not the meanness it's the gentleness that cracks the hardest shell um again it has something to do with um, care Um, it has something to do with being soft and a lot of times that is the best way to break through 
Um, I've had some a lot of situations in my 16 plus years of teaching in which, um, you know, some of the students who were the hardest um, to get to advance needed someone to be gentle with them. They had already come through the backgrounds and the lifestyle of coming from homes where they were yelled at, where shoes were thrown at them, where someone may have told them that um, they weren't good enough or they weren't pretty enough or they weren't smart enough to achieve. But they hadn't encountered anyone who was gentle. And so gentleness is a trait that should be a part of our character because it shows a softer side. It's more welcoming and um, it's a quality, it's a trait in which we all should aspire to have because ultimately it's love. Last but not least, I need a drum roll because we have come upon the last fruit of the spirit or the last character trait that will help to refine our character, which is self-control. I mean, what is self-control, first of all? According to dictionary.com, self-control is the ability to control oneself, in particular one's emotions and desires or the expression of them in one's behavior, especially in difficult situations. Yes, easy to have self-control when things are going your way. But can you control yourself? Can you have self-control when things don't go your way? Do you fly off at the handle? Do you give somebody a piece of your mind because they said something to you uh, that you didn't like? Or they gave you a look? Or maybe um, they made a comment on your post on Instagram or Facebook? Or maybe... You know, you you heard that they said something about you. Do you have self-control in those situations? Do you have self-control um, when you're trying to cut back on your eating um, and you go to a party? Of course, this is pre-COVID days. Or, hey, when you're going to the grocery store, do you have self-control to shop on the outside aisles where we just have the fresh fruits and vegetables and meats, dairy? Or do you go to those inside aisles when you know good and well you should not be on the cookie aisle? You should not be on the chips aisle. No judgment here, though. But self-control, I know for me, once I get those chips in the house, I'm eating them. And so that self-control goes down the drain. Um, but I need to, to work on that because I need to be able to discipline myself. And to have discipline within your life is so rewarding. If you have a disciplined life, you have a life of routine. You have a life that is planned, methodical. You have a life that is, um, you have some boundaries and you have set some, um, your own personal rules. Um, Self-control is so important because when we quote unquote, let ourselves go and don't have control, we will lose everything that we're aspiring to have. Um, Self-control is is needed because 
Uh, We need to be able to make sure that we are keeping ourselves together, keeping our minds right, keeping our spirits right, that we are maintaining good character. Um, Self-control examples. Again, six definitions of self-control. And these are really good. Um, You can control yourself by your own will. Um, You can control yourself by so many other things. Um, By your own um, will, by your own self-correcting, by your own self-conviction. That means that when you know right from wrong, but you choose to go the other way, we have good self-control we have again like i said some boundaries we know that we can't do this because our goal is here um i'm going to read to you um just a a quote from um yourdictionary.com on self-control um if rules for behavior have been consistently modeled and expected by parents children should exhibit an increased sense of responsibility and self-control when they become school age so as parents as um aunts and uncles when you have self-control remember your children are looking at you and not only your children but also your family members someone is watching the way that you handle a situation so while these attributes are for us they're really for other people as well um like i said at the onset of this particular episode i have enjoyed going through each and every episode of this particular series because yes i've created it i've got notes a lot of the times this one is strictly from the top of my head but this is not only for you this is for me to keep myself in line with what i am trying to do and so when we have good self-control we know that we can um steer ourselves in the right direction Again, I am so glad. I I feel so blessed and fortunate that you as a listener, wherever you are in this big old world, you've taken the time to listen to this podcast. God has given me this podcast in order to strengthen you, in order to strengthen me. And I'm hoping that you will be able to glean something from this podcast and take it and apply it to your everyday life you can follow me on social media specifically at instagram at diamonds underscore in underscore the underscore rough underscore podcast again that's diamonds in the rough podcast with an underscore after each word i'm hoping that you will have a blessed week take care and until next time keep shining